0: We went to win more prizes. Yeah, I thought so. Well, good news. I'm doing yet another giveaway. Couple of reasons. First ones first. Uh, the value the guys that I interviewed on this episode gave was intense. Like they literally gave you on the silver platter everything you need to have in order to be a successful affiliate with Facebook organic traffic. So I wanna I wanna spread the word. And I want to encourage you to share the episode. And in order for me to bribe you, I'm actually going to give you software to two winners will get software for Facebook organic traffic and another 45 minutes one-on-one coaching call with me. And the third winner will not get a software, but... Will get coaching call with me anyways. So all you need to do is to share the episode I did with Evan and Eugene. Uh, share it on your share it on your wall. Uh, and share your biggest takeaway and tag us. That's all you need to do. Like it will take you one minute to do all of that. And you can win paid software for free and 45 minutes of my time, which is like very expensive. Well, it depends. But yeah, you get a point. So I interviewed uh, brothers, Evan and Eugene, who are crushing it with affiliate marketing. Uh, they are part of my mastermind, actually uh, joined around three months ago or so. And they cracked twenty three, over 23000 $24,000 in sales. And last week they had their record week of, they crossed like $5,500 in sales in only one week. So they shared like their exact strategy that they were using to get those results. Hell, they even went exactly into their daily plan of action, like what they do every day to reach those goals. So I think you're going to love it. I think you're going to get a lot of value and again i wanna reach out to as many people as i possibly and humanly can that's why i would be very grateful grateful if you share the episode uh tag us share your biggest takeaway and you'll be eligible to win some awesome prizes now before we dive into the episode just a quick reminder uh if you're still not part of affiliate marketing le the free facebook group that i'm running uh by the way spoiler alert there is the interview with the brothers in there as well it's different from the one on podcast and a lot of people loved the interview they're just like throwing value bomb after the value bomb and i think you will love it so go out there and join us affiliate marketing elite and if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast like uh I am interviewing six, seven, and eight figure earners, marketers, affiliate marketers. I'm diving into their strategies, the mindset, and everything else that needs to take place in order for you to be successful with your own business. And also, I'm like at Tuesdays, I'm releasing Soulcast episodes where I'm going over my journey, my strategies, my failures, and my wins, and in order for you to overcome that and in order in order for you not to fail as miserably as i did uh, you get everything on the silver platter so if you haven't already make sure you subscribe and if you're listening on apple i would really love for you to leave us a review it really helps the show grow anyways uh i'm not gonna take any more of your time so please enjoy the episode One. Welcome back. You're listening to Affiliate Journey, and I'm your host, miodrag Milankovic. Now, this is the second recording, actually, I'm doing with these guys, and I want to take a second to thank them because I had a connection. Well, it was actually computer issues. Uh, it got canceled, and 40 minutes of goodies were lost. So we are redoing this for you guys. So I want to thank them. And I want to welcome them. They they have been on a roll, real roll in the past couple of months. They're crushing it last week. If I remember correctly what I saw on your Facebook, it was like $5,500 in a week, which is like mm-hmm. bananas. And I feel that it's <laughs> going to be only growing from there. So I want to warmly welcome you to the show, guys. Thank you for having us, Medrag. Dude,
1: thank it's, you. Thank it's you. an honor to be here. We've been huge fans of your podcast, um, especially since there isn't a lot, uh, in the specifically for affiliate marketers. You know, we've been listening for it, uh, for a long time now, and you know, there's you guys, you have awesome guests, you've got awesome things to share, and you know, we love it. So it's great to finally be here.
2: Yeah, and we really appreciate what you're doing, Mirdrag, because uh, for your podcast is, such a great value to a lot of affiliate marketers, especially for those who are just getting started, like. This is something that they really need to hear to be able to know and learn how to get started in in the right direction. So,
0: yeah. I appreciate the kind words, guys. So, Mm -hmm. a lot of people probably know you from Facebook community, but those that don't and those that didn't watch the interview we did in in my Facebook group, which you should... Go and listen to it. Uh, it won't be the same interview, so go check it out. It's well worth it. We got like amazing feedback on that episode from even from guys that weren't part of the group back then, but then they joined, watched, and I heard amazing things. And it was the longest interview I've ever done, <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. Also, uh, so could you could you introduce for pe- yourself for people who haven't heard of you, don't know your story, like? choose which order you want and kindly introduce yourself and tell us why did you choose to work like online and not work that nine to five job?
1: Well, I think, um, I can go first, Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Um,
1: Eugene and I, we have a little bit of a different story in terms of how we pivoted from this nine to five. So I can kind of just get started. Um, so for me specifically, like growing up, like I would never thought about starting a business. Um, growing up, especially during, you know, from, from primary school to high school, it's always been about studying hard, working hard and getting a very stable and secure job. That is the path that we've been preached by our parents. And that's mm-hmm. the path that I've personally followed, you know, really, I just, I, I was just focused on studying and that's pretty much my entire, you know, until up until high school. Right. And I think it was until, you know, I reached university that was when things started to change. Uh, because number one, when I when I went into university, first of all, I kind of I kind of chose something that I didn't really enjoy. I chose the wrong major. I chose the wrong thing to study, and I didn't really connect well with my classmates. You know, I didn't I hated what I was studying. I didn't feel any. It wasn't even passion. I just absolutely I didn't even. I didn't even want to open my books. Like it was really bad in terms of what I was studying, and I, I was I was very lost, very confused, and I didn't really know what I was doing. And I think worst of all was that. I wasn't doing that well in school. Um, you know, back then in high school, I was doing pretty decent, like B's and A's. Like in university, it was like like below C's, right? And I remember one specific instance that kind of got me started into thinking about pivoting and doing something else other than the traditional nine to five was when, you know, it was my second year of university. And it was my, the day that my finals results was released right? And this email notification popped up and instantly I clicked on it. And before I clicked on it, in my my head, I was like, you know what, Evan, you studied hard. I know I'm not talented. I know I'm not super good at this, but at least I can get a C or a D, like worst case, right? At least I can pass, you know, that that was going on in my head. And when I opened it, it was like two Fs, a D and a C. And I think when I saw that, I was like, I was devastated because never in my life, number one, have I actually gotten F at anything. And never in my life have I felt so like lost and confused because I thought I was, you know, I know I wasn't, I wasn't super smart or anything, but I thought I can at least get, you know, a pass, right? And I think that really, really, I felt so lost at that moment. I was like, what am I even doing? Why am I even doing this? Why am I even putting so much time into something I don't like, I'm not good at. And that, that day, you know, I was actually, you know, I was riding my bike back home and just that entire 40 minute bike ride I was just thinking to myself, like, man, like, what, what should I do? And I remember I came up to this, this question, asked myself this question. And it was like, Evan, you either continue to go on this path that obviously, number one, you're not good at. Number two, you, you don't like whatsoever, right? And continue to be below average um, in this path that I was taking. I was, I was studying to become an actuary. Or number two, you, you pivot and you try something else. And that's when, you know, after that bike ride that day, uh, and also that day, I just decided, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to spend my time and focus to do something else. And I told myself, before I graduate, but by, by the time I graduate, I'm going to find something. I'm going to get something going so that I don't have to become an actuary. I don't have to get that nine to five. Um, and I think that's, the, that's kind of the day when I started to, you know, start doing more research. And that's kind of the day, I would say, I stepped into the entrepreneurial path.
2: Yeah. So for me, just very quickly, uh, just long story short, I was in the nine to five. Um, the, the thing was I was basically underpaid and was also constantly pay late. So this, this couple of years has been, sorry,
0: were you in Serbia? (laughs) (laughs)
2: how did you know right (laughs) no no no. like uh that was a time where um the thing is like i would say it was very very tough and at the same time this whole environment also with my co-workers basically everyone after work they're just complaining about work and you know we're not people were not motivated right it's always very in this very surrounding this very negative vibe i would say and that was a time where you know like, just like what Evan said, like those two words, right? Lost and confused because I didn't know, I didn't know what I should do. Should I stay with the company? Because at the time I was also worried that, you know, I don't know how I'd be able to find another job, especially it is getting, it's not easy, right. To switch job. So that was a time where, you know, I was very, very confused, but at the same time, not happy, uh, you know, with my work because, you know, I was just constantly just taking orders from my boss. And, you know, this guy doesn't really seem to appreciate or doesn't seem to recognize, you know, my, uh, the effort I put in and I feel like, you know, I can achieve more outside of this company. So, uh, so that was a time where I got this opportunity, I guess I was approached by a friend. So he was in a network marketing business where, uh, that was where I got pitched into this whole concept of like, Oh, financial freedom. And, you know, um, no, no more nine to five, right. All these like hypey stuff. Right. But of course I I believed in it because I was very desperate, I would just say. Right. And I want because I wanted to get out of the rabbit hole. And at that time I have no experience whatsoever in business. And yeah, like, you know, and the, the thing that I learned the most from that, you know, being in the MLM that network marketing experience, is that, you know, um, don't do network marketing business <laughs> because that was like where <laughs> I really, I, I honestly, it was very, very tough because we're still, we're still being taught to use this very traditional, uh, like advertising or like, you know, ways to recruit people into a team. And that's where I see that, you know what, like, you, like you just can't do it. It's very hard to, to do it. It's very hard to scale a business offline. Right. Um, that was one thing where I realized that, you know, you have to go online. And the second thing was because, uh, at that time, you know, I just, try to approach all my friends and family. And that's where I ended up losing a lot of people that I care about. And so after that, um, after the experience though, I mean, of course, you know, um, it was, it wasn't a successful one, of course. Uh, but the, the thing that I learned the most from it is, is that, Oh, you know what? I realized that I have the potential and the fact that, you know, I wanted to do my business. That was where it all gets started. Uh, I know, I needed to outside of network marketing, I need to do, can I have my own business? So that's where I started to doing some research, just like everyone else uh, on YouTube you just, I just remember I just sim- simply just type Oh, make money online. And there's like all these different things where I tell you to get a, there's a really, really simple, what type uh, typewriting jobs, data entry, sur- doing surveys and other things. That, yeah, exactly. At that time, I didn't even know what affiliate marketing was. Until I watched this guy who was explaining affiliate marketing, and I I really liked it because the way he presented it was very, very honest. It's very, very um, not hypey. I would say like compared to other so-called gurus. And then right, right away, because at that time we, me and me and Evan, like my brother, we we already kind of like tried a lot of different other businesses, and it didn't really work. I think Evan can explain a little bit more later. But that was where I just showed him, I was my brother, Hey, you know what? Check out this video. I think this is something that, you know, we might want to get started. So.
3: Yeah. Um, I think like
1: just to backtrack a little bit before, mm-hmm. you know, doing affiliate marketing, like you said, we jumped into so many different businesses mm-hmm. and I think I can just share, you know, just to sum it up, just, I can just share one story specifically that just kind of sums up our experiences. With those businesses that we did in those two years, um, and it, one of the businesses that we did before was a product trading business. So we were we had a fi- we had a legitimate physical product, right? And the product that we were trying to sell was this hangover drink. It was just hangover drink. It was like a uh, hangover you know, relief drink. Yeah. yeah, hangover relief drink. It was like five U.S. dollars, and I think for every bottle that we sold, we got like I think less than fifty cents. Right. And I remember, you know, we were, we were trying to get it into Hong Kong and we finally, you know, we worked really hard for some reason. We just thought it would work without even doing any market research, without even doing, um, asking for any advice. We just based it off our intuition, and right?
2: Pas- passion, right? And passion. Do business out of passion.
1: And I remember, you know, we worked really hard and we finally found one retail store that really wanted to get us on shelves in their retail shop. And we were at a meeting um, and everything was going really well. We were, we thought before the meeting, we we're like, you know what? I think we could really land this deal. We've been talking back and forth. Things seemed to just, you know, it, it seemed to flow well. And I think we can get something going after this meeting. And during the meeting, you know, it was still going really good. And then suddenly, you know, their, their boss, you know, the head of a retail store comes in and, you know, during the meeting, um and he he actually opens a bottle of our hangover relief drink and he takes a sip. sip and literally i'm not even joking he he spat it out he spat it out in front of us because he's like wow this is this is disgusting and obviously after that you know no nothing happened you know no deal no nothing and that experience right there kind of just sums up our two years before we started affiliate marketing of a lot of failure and a lot of you know, a lot of naive, you know, because naiveness, because we just, we're very fresh in this business world and it was tough, but thinking about it now, it was one of, I think it was the best two years for us because I think going, using those two years and going to the affiliate marketing business and all experiences that we had really helped us out um, to, to do this business. So that's just a quick one story sum up of how we got started and those two years and then affiliate marketing.
0: I love that. I resonate with that. And I feel a lot of people, like I've interviewed a lot of people, I networked with a lot of people and Mm -hmm. it's oftentimes similar, even though different paths, but the similarity is usually people have shiny object trying like many different things. And Mm -hmm. second, they usually struggle for a couple of years before they found their they find their thing so kind of the purpose Mm. of this podcast is trying to shortcut that journey like instead of wasting four years and maybe ten thousand dollars maybe they can do it in the first year and with less investment so for someone who is like who got into affiliate marketing is now listening to the podcast and is thinking like okay i tried maybe two or three things i failed at them Like, what am I supposed to do now? I want to do affiliate marketing. It makes sense. I like it. What advice would you give to that person? Like, how can we help them shortcut that path from like a couple of years and a lot of money into like shorter time and like a bit quicker success with a bit less failure?
1: Well, I think number one for affiliate marketers. there's just three, I think two steps. Okay, two steps. And you have to be really, really clear on these two steps. So number one, you gotta ask yourself is, what are you selling? Right? Because I I know as an affiliate marketer, just within this space, there are so many different offers, like so many different offers out there. And it's not even just ClickBank and JVZoo and Warrior Plus. There are thousands of other private programs that you can find probably on Google. Right? So the, the thing is, is that you gotta understand, you don't need to be promoting like, 10 or 15 or 20 different products, you should need to promote, like at the beginning, focus on one to two products to just get yourself going. Right. So the thing you gotta be clear on is okay, what are you selling? Okay, you gotta understand who the offer is for, who that product is for, and you gotta find out where to hang out, okay, where these people are, right? After you find out, so you gotta be very, very you gotta be you gotta be very clear on that. And That way that you're more focused on one thing and you're more focused on getting sales instead of trying to find a million or thousands of different offers, right? So I think that's number one, being clear on your offer. Number two is, you know, after you know what your offer is, you know who it's for, you know what problem it solves, and you you know kind of where they hang out. Now, number two, you really have to focus on the conversion strategy, right? How are you gonna get that offer to those people and how you're going to make them pay money, right? And I think uh, once again, with this strategy, conversion strategy, there are like thousands, like maybe not thousands, but there's a ton of different ways you can get, you can go about it. You can blog, you can do YouTube, you can do podcasts, you can do, fa- you can use Facebook, organic, Facebook ads. There's so many different ways, but the thing is you, once again, you don't need to have a million different things in the beginning. You just need to have one conversion strategy get that going because it only takes one thing to help you with that first initial breakthrough whether that's a thousand two thousand five thousand or even ten thousand dollars per month you just need one strategy that works and then you should let you can leverage that to do do other things afterwards so two things be very clear on your offer know what your offer is and number two is pick a conversion strategy
2: i think for lots of beginners who are getting started I'm just going to add on to what Evan said. I think it's also very important to understand. You know, let's say you pick a product, you really understand the problem that the product able to solve for these people, and the 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 best way to do that is that you need to be involved with that product or program too. What I mean is like, like there's just too many people just trying to to promote or sell something just for the sake of selling, and that is where, you know, if you do that, if you don't understand your product or your offer well enough, you don't, you're not going to be able to help people to help them really solve the struggles that they have. And, and that thing is because it said there's something that's very important because you need to know who you're targeting for your product. And there's a lot of times where, you know, when we first started, that was something that was a big mistake that we, that we had. Like we didn't, we're just trying to mar- uh, like target or market to everyone. That was like the biggest mistake. Because you we'll always think that, oh, you know what? Oh, I, you know, I'm just going to try to market to everyone. And then we have more, like, we'll be able to talk to more people then a higher chance to, to make sales. That's like, that was something that was, I think a lot of people have that wrong misconception. Uh, if you say that you, like, your product is for everyone and you just try to market to everyone, that means you don't know your product uh, well enough. Like it has to be specific enough. That's why always I always you also, also hear people always say about, oh, your ideal customer, you know, build your customer avatar. That, that is the part where it comes into research. It's not just, you know, knowing where to hang up, but really uh, all start from your product. What is it that your product is able to solve for the people that you're serving? I think that alone will really get you started. And there's something that is really worth the time to really study yourself too right before going on to do uh, like the strategies and things like that. So,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm really big on what problem is product solving because mm-hmm. a lot of people miss that. Like you can maybe find those things in marketing in general, but, but very few people talk about it in affiliate marketing. They mostly teach mm-hmm. like, Oh, get this link on Clickbank and just go in Facebook group or pay Facebook ads or some stupid strategy they are teaching. And nobody actually understands uh first what the what problem is the product solving and why are you selling it? So I'm really big mm-hmm. on that. I actually got into a discussion, like it was 20 comments in a thread. Um, mm-hmm. this guy, and I have nothing against him. He's a great guy. But he was like, I don't know, post was about products affiliates should promote like good products he promotes he advises and i was like no he was like a lot of people ask me what products should i promote and here's my list and i was like well it's pointless to give them if they don't know what problem are they solving and who is their audience like first answer then that then i can maybe give them suggestions i can just tell them oh here promote this if i don't know what they're doing and we got into like any common discussion about it anyways Uh i I love that point uh love that so you got really clear and i'm assuming let's dive a bit into your story with a mix of this so a couple of months back what happened for you because i know as pretty much every other affiliate you struggled for a while and boom a breaking point all of a sudden, you go like high ticket sale into high ticket into high ticket, and you were just on a roll and it started snowballing from there on. So, for people who still didn't have their breakthrough, quote unquote, uh, mm-hmm. what was yours? And do you think other people can replicate that? Like, could you share with us a bit deeper, like, what was that aha moment for you? What did you change on your journey? And then we'll dive deeper into it. Let's start there.
1: So when we first started off with affiliate marketing, there's two things that we focused on. Number one, it was our YouTube, which we still do to this day. And I love YouTube. Um, But the thing about YouTube is that, man, it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of work. But you are constantly... In the beginning, we were trying to put daily videos and wow, putting out daily videos, is <laughs> not easy, especially I, I if remember. you want to put
3: <laughs> daily
1: quality videos, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I'm not saying YouTube doesn't work, but I'm just letting you know, like realistically, it does take time. And think, another thing about YouTube is that it's very passive. It's very algorithm um, reliant. So, you know, even if you do work really hard, you you edit it and you have a bunch of, you make a really good quality video, you post it, like you aren't sure whether a, the algorithm will give it some love and give it some views. And even if it does get views, you're, you're not sure if those people are going to click on the link that you have in the description, your funnel or whatnot. And even if they click on it, you don't know how many people are going to buy. Right? Um, it's a very, yeah, it's, it's passive, but at the same time, it's out of your control. And especially in the beginning, um, because it's so passive and because it's very algorithm reliant, it's not a very high converting process, meaning, you know, not because not a lot of people, I mean, it's not, it's, not going to, it's not going to, it's not going to generate a ton of sales in the beginning, right? So that was our number, that was the first one. That was YouTube. And number two was Facebook ads. That was something that we did in the beginning. And Facebook ads I mean facebook ads I, I love it you know i I think it's a great way to drive traffic, especially when you have money. but the thing is you've got to have money like you've got to it's a very capital intensive thing and I think the number one the number one thing that people like the, the number one thing that people mess up on with ads is they have unrealistic expectations when they jump in, so they think today i'm gonna put in a dollar and tomorrow i'm gonna spit out two dollars and i'm gonna Print so much money, I'm gonna be like the Federal Reserve. Like that's what they think. Right. And the thing is the thing about that is that is that doesn't happen, right? Most likely this is what's gonna happen. You're gonna dump in a thousand, two thousand dollars, and you probably won't make you probably make less than a couple hundred bucks. So you're gonna lose a ton of money. But then what you what you find out is you find out this asset that's kind of working, you know, or, or, or whatnot, and and then you realize you run out of money um to even put to invest more into it or before you even find that winning asset, you, you, you run out of money and you give up. Um, and, and it's because people have unrealistic expectations, right? So when we first started, we thought that you know we're gonna get make money fast with the Facebook ads, and of course that didn't happen. So for the first three months, I would say from September to December, or even January, we were uploading videos that wasn't creating a lot of sales. We were spending money on ads, that wasn't doing that well. We weren't getting a lot of sales. It definitely wasn't profitable. So the first four months was pretty tough. I'm not going to lie, you know, because we were spending both time and money on a on processes that wasn't generating us sales. And that's when we started to, I think in February, um, we started to kind of pivot a little bit and we were like, okay, what is something that I can do for free? It's organic and something that is a little bit more in our control, right? Like um, I, knew something, I knew something that worked for us um, back then was talking to people, networking with people. Because I, I personally like that and I've, I've, I've bought programs because of that. But that's when we started to think, okay, what if we just start talking to more people, just doing a very raw approach where we just talk to people and build connections and then see how we go from there. And I think that's when we, in, in February, we kind of started transitioning into more of a Facebook organic approach. Uh, we're using leveraging Facebook to 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 build connections um without spending a dollar on ads, right? And I think Eugene can kind of dive a little bit deeper into the organic.
2: I think I think, you know, just very quickly sum it up. I I think the biggest difference between uh, before we had the breakthrough and then you know afterwards, you know, these days we're able to consistently um, make high ticket sales is you know, the word. Active, like we had a much more active approach in our business. It was just like how Evan explained it before, it was like very, very passive, right? There are a lot of things where, oh, in terms of the number of leads coming in, the number of people that we can talk about, you know, for our business, that was out of our control because basically it was more like uh, just rely on the, uh, the algorithm and we're just waiting for people to come in. Some, some days we can have like you know uh, people coming in asking for uh, about our business, and then other days we can have like nobody coming in and That was something where we realized that by adding a much more active approach, which for our case we we do it on Facebook, just back to what we were saying with, like, you know you should pick one um, main platform that you want to focus on, and for us we pick facebook that's where you know we we're able to to not just be more active, but at the same time to be more involved in the entire process, where you know, starting from finding the people for our business who, who we know that will be interested in what we have to offer and at the same time, have the, uh, the the capital or have the money to, to buy it, and also be able to target the right people, and the hope the whole process when we do that, when we actually you know, using this organic approach to really create um, conversation like you know between a human being, you know, between human beings pretty much. That was where we were able to um, get them to know, like and trust much faster. Instead of just relying on, let's say, the traditional way of just maybe getting into the the funnel and then send them email automations or email sequences and hopefully that you know after they they've seen our emails for like the 10 or like 11 times and then they they start to, you know, pay attention to us. This is much more, you know, active and also faster. And, you know, I would say we were able to really build, um, real relationship with these people because when they're asking for help, you know, when we're giving value it's so instant in a sense where we're actually talking, we're actually having a conversation in a messenger. And that was where I think, during this whole process and every single day we're doing so consistently we we have all this process we are basically turning a lot of the co leads people who have no idea who we are to you know warm leads people who who know who we are who know our story and also you know follow our content and, and really like you know what we're doing too and that makes a whole different you know when you're having a conversation with a complete stranger, a very cold lead, versus someone who already know and have an idea what you're doing, and you know, uh, actually wanting to have a conversation with you, and that has been a turning point for us. And that was something that we were able to really focus. And again, uh, you know, we we were able to do that is because we were very focused on picking with without one platform and one strategy.
0: It's, that's that similar path to mine also and mm-hmm. i think it's the problem is we are sold or at least i was sold i don't know a lot of people still have that messaging like sold on the idea of passive income automate everything and all oh. of that yep. so that's mm-hmm. all nice and dandy but it usually doesn't start that way. It's mm-hmm. usually something you build up to. And at the beginning, I think we should be much more involved. And then to your point, instead of targeting the passive sources, you get the active ones, you get a cash flow, then you can use okay. that cash flow to further uh, dive into like some more passive sources. And also, when you have cash flow, then you can start automating one thing and another, get out of that Mm -hmm. one, make it like more passive, then go into another one. And you don't start with passive. And I think that's one of the big problems new affiliates run into. Not even new, like I know people who are in there for years, still are not having like breakthroughs because they're still doing the same thing that's not working in the beginning. Uh, But let's say our listener or... Mm-hmm. Be it male or female they maybe try the same thing as we did maybe they are still stuck maybe they haven't made any sales maybe maybe they made a couple of OFA sales or something mm-hmm. so they're stuck <laughs> they're stuck and it makes sense like what you're telling what i'm saying now it makes sense to them and they want to try this approach like they want to try okay i want to be more proactive instead of like reactive And I Mm -hmm. wanna try Facebook. Uh how do I find people that I wanna buy? Uh, How what conversations should I be having? Uh maybe some of them have the problem of oh, I don't have results, like Evan and Eugene. Uh Evan, sorry, I always like in your mind mind, you are even (laughs) Evan and Eugene. (laughs) Like, I don't have results to leverage. Like, how do I actually talk to people? Where do I find people who are willing to buy? And how do I how do they make money at the end?
1: So, number one, okay, so there's a back to the two steps. So number one, in terms of offer, because you mentioned the OFA, the first thing you got to focus on, you got to pick not just any offer. What I would recommend, you've got to really focus on high ticket offers. Mm-hmm. Okay, High ticket, meaning products that are $500 or more, or you make $500 per more or more per sale. Uh, because, you know, as an affiliate marketer, you don't want to be like an e-commerce company. You don't want to be selling to millions and millions and thousands of people. What you want to do is, um, ideally, it's only sell to 5 to 10 or 20 people per month and make already, you know, five to $10,000 a month, right? That is how I think you should start as an affiliate marketer because it's tough, you know, when you get to such a big... Um, so you have to sell so many units. It's not easy as an affiliate marketer. So definitely... Um, in order to, to sell not as much, but still make a big income, you got to focus on high ticket products. Okay. So no ofa OFAs is low ticket. Okay. You've got to really pick up one high ticket and you really, you just really need one high ticket to get yourself going. Okay. So that's number one. Okay, number two, Facebook, in terms of the strategy itself, how to get, how to go about it. Three things you got to do every single day. And these are the three pillars of our daily action plan. For our Facebook strategy, okay. Number one, first thing you gotta do, you gotta build your audience, okay. Building your audience. So, building your audience means, or in Facebook is, because what we do is we leverage our personal profile, right? We leverage our personal profile. We leverage our friends list because our friends list is our leads. Is or these are all potential customers. So, building your audience is actually your friends list. So, how do you build it? Easy. You start adding friends, right? You start adding friends and now, and then you ask the question, where do I find these friends? So that's when it comes down to understanding your offer and understanding who is for and what problem it solves. Now you've got to think about it. Okay. In terms of a Facebook perspective, what Facebook groups are they in? Okay. You got to think about, okay, what type of Facebook groups, are they, are they going to be in affiliate marketing groups? Are they going to be, in, you know, dropshipping groups? I don't know, whatever your offer is, start thinking about, what Facebook groups are you in? And you try to dive, you know, as be as specific as possible. Okay. If your product is about high-ticket affiliate marketing, then maybe your group should be, you know, um, the group you should target and add friends on should be also should or revolve also around high-ticket affiliate marketing instead of CPA affiliate marketing, if you know what I mean. So try to be as specific as possible and, and try to find these groups that they're in and then now start adding people every single day. Okay, because your friends list is your audience. If you guys have a Facebook group every day. Okay, building your audience on your mm-hmm. Facebook group every day. You got to ask five to ten people per day to join your Facebook group. Okay, um, that way you start building up an audience. It doesn't matter how cold they are. It doesn't matter if they're tra- complete strangers. You just got just got to ask for it. Okay,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, that's first step. Second step is nurture your audience or cultivating your audience. Okay, because when you build your audience, these people are gonna be a little bit colder. They might not know you as well. They just, maybe maybe it's the first time you've talked to them. Maybe first time you've, you know, maybe they'll be like, oh, who's this complete stranger that's added me? But for some reason they accepted your friend request. The second step is nurturing them as in warming them up and building that know, like, and trust, right? And the way you do that is through your content, okay? Uh, For us, if you see our personal profile, we post every single day or at least every other day. On our Facebook group, we'll post, we'll do lives, and all this content that we put out, all of it is used to warm them up and build that no like and trust. Okay, um, that way, when we transition to number three, the second, the third step, you guys are going to have a very warm audience. To number three, which is monetizing your audience, and monetizing a warm, I rather have two two very hot leads than a thousand cold leads. Because the warmer your audience is, the easier it is to monetize them right um did you, did you want to talk about the monetization i
2: think I think just to add on to what you're saying because honestly for us you know we 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 didn't have any sales background, we didn't have any sales experience, and we're not saying that oh, we're particularly good at sales or like you know with the 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 persuasion or anything, but I think that was one thing that we focused a lot on is. That back to whatever was saying the, the cultivating part, because you know you know how you, you always hear the quote right. They say the money is not in the list, but the money is in the relationship with your list, right? And that was something where we really want to focus on building again through our content. Really warm up our leads, and the most ideal conversation you're gonna have with a prospect is like even when you say hi to them. They, they will come back and say, "Oh, you know what hey i've I've read your story. you know I, i've I've seen your stuff, and I like it." That is what you know already makes the whole conversation very, very different. And that is something where it is it becomes so much easier for you to not just okay, again, you know having a conversation, being that know like and trust, but you when you're transitioning to the offer, it becomes so much smoother and so much easier because like the person already, knows that whatever that you recommend them, this is something that is going to really help them. So that also contribute back to the, uh, the the brand building. And, you know, after you're doing that, when you present the that offer, that's where, you know, we'd be able to uh, monetize your audience that you have been building, your tribe, right? All these people that you're building, cultivating, nurturing, whatever way you want to say it, uh, you know, using this process. So, and this is something that we, you know, we've been focused on doing every
1: single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I think, okay, so up until this point, you you're at you're building your audience by adding friends, getting people to your group. Yes, they're cold. But in step number two, you're using your content to warm them up, to build that know like and trust. So that on number three, when you start monetizing, it gets very easy. The way you monetize is for us, is number one, um, is through the messenger. Our messenger is our pretty much our sales funnel, is our sales process, right? And during the messenger, Am I spamming links? No, I'm not. Am I like, you know, trying to sell them on like the first couple of conversations that I have? I'm not either. What I'm doing is, but what what we do as well, I mean, you do and Mio as does as well is you've, we are diagnosing exactly what their pain points are, what their struggles are. And we're presenting them with an offer that fits, that can solve their, their problems. And that's exactly what we're doing on the messenger. Um, and especially when you've, if you've done step two really, really well, when you warm them up, they will start to open up their pain points. They'll start to open up to you a lot more and it's much easier to transition to the sales. So the messenger part is going to be um, a really core sales process on how we monetize the audience. And another, another thing is just, another thing that we use to monetize our audience is through the different posts. I might throw like a bait post or an offer post where I'm just like, hey, for seven bucks, you're going to get this, this, this. Um, and because, for, you know, if you if you're just doing that for a very cold audience, like you see people, spamming on Facebook groups, these, these links and these offers, it doesn't matter how good that offer is. Like, this person doesn't even know you, they won't even read it, right? But because we just step two really well, we warm them up and we throw out these offer posts, people are actually looking at it and when they see that's a good deal, they'll leave a comment and, they wish, and we'll, we'll make, make some money from there. So those are the, those are the three steps. If you guys want to do the Facebook organic, now number one, of course, pick a high ticket and then the Facebook organic is build, Nurture or cultivate and monetize. So that's that's what that's what I would do.
2: Yeah, and this is something that we highly recommend. A lot of uh, beginners or people just getting started, because sometimes at the question, one of the most common question we get is, "Oh, do I need to get a ClickFunnels account or a software to build a funnel?" This is something that you know they, they people we get this question a lot because people do also concern about whether they need to kind of set that monthly expense, like that money to. To, to have an account to run all these funnels and stuff. And honestly, if you, if you use this approach, the messenger that we just talked about, when you bring people from, you know, your, your content, right, you, they see it in your profile, and your group and into the messenger, that is like, that's a mini sales funnel right there. And you don't need, you don't necessarily need all these fancy, you know, different pages, op-in pages or like funnel, building software to get started. Those are important, but you know, to get started, you don't necessarily need them. Mm-hmm. If you, if you take this approach. And, exp- and I think this is something that you guys would be able to really take advantage and be able to s- see results faster where you take a more uh, personalized, right, humanly as possible, value-first type of approach, especially because you know the truth is when we first started, we don't have a huge list. We don't have a huge audience. And what we want to do is to have a strategy where we'll be able to maximize the value you know, of each customer that we bring in, also maximize the value that we can give them. Right, and and that, is, that and that is you know one of the
0: best way to do it. So that's been that's been part of my messaging as well. You probably mm-hmm. know that like, sales phones are great, but mm-hmm. again, usually at what step? Also, depending on platform. Like in your if you are on YouTube and you don't have that control over the sales process, you probably need to funnel people from description or whatever. But if you're mm-hmm. using Facebook organic, the power of it, like as you mentioned is messenger that's your funnel and actually i don't know what has been your experience but in my experience i had much more sales uh directly from a messenger than i had like if someone asks me for a link and i send them and usually they're like they check it out but that's not it unless you have that human conver- conversation they see what you're doing that you're legit again to a point about content like if they check my facebook profile they know that i'm not like some someone who's gonna just try to sell them and and run off like i'm here i'm doing the things that i'm recommending and i think that know i can trust and that can really make the difference and again to your point you don't need to pay for the software like six months you can spend like 1800 dollars or 600 bucks on some expensive software that you don't need at that point in time. So I mean, it's thanks to the Russell that everybody believes that they need funnels <laughs> like his. He he's is an extraordinary marketer. Like but this I think is really he's, great marketing, yeah. Yeah, but his his main audience are entrepreneurs, not beginner affiliate mm-hmm. marketers. So mm-hmm. people should distinguish that as well. Uh okay, so say someone now realizes everything that we're talking about, hopefully, because a lot of people are so sold on their idea how they will make money that it's kind of hard to comp- contemplate new ideas, especially if it's so simple so to to go through the steps again, like I ticket offer, one traffic source, which is Facebook mm-hmm. uh you find the people, connect, nurture, put out content so is there something for people who who have listened to this is there something missing from all of this that i need or is that just package and uh, i guess showing up every day and putting in the work adjusting as they go along like what would you add to the whole picture to make it like okay i i now, i now know what i need to do Hey everyone sorry i'm interrupting this uh this interview just to give you a very important update uh if you want to replicate the exact strategy even and Eugene are sharing in this episode uh the exact strategy i have used to leave my job in under 3 months the exact strategy they have used to leave their job in 3 months and if you wanna do that with facebook organic traffic we doing high ticket affiliate marketing uh I have the, the exact thing for you. It's the place where they learned how to do it, the place where I learned how to do everything. If you want to become part of our mastermind, it's Super Affiliate Accelerator. I also interviewed the our mentor a couple of episodes ago. You can go and check that out. It's with Jacob Caris. So if you want to be a part of that mastermind, it's an elite mastermind. Just reach out to me on Messenger and we'll see if you are a good fit in case you are we'll get you settled real fast and you can you can start your way to freedom so yeah sorry for interrupting but this was real important for me to tell you that you don't have to be alone you don't have to try and do everything by yourself get a mentor get surrounded with people who are crushing it and who will help you elevate yourself because you are an average of five person five people you spend the most time with so make sure you surround yourself with like-minded people who are ambitious and who are crushing it again just reach out to me you can find my link at affiliatejourney.com if we are friends on facebook you can just shoot me a message on messenger tell me that you have listened to this episode and you want to you want to see if you're the right fit for the mastermind um I'll ask just a couple of questions. And if you're a right fit, you can start right away and learn everything. Even Evan, sorry, Evan, Eugene and I have learned on our way and start crushing it. Sorry, uh, coming back to the episode.
1: I think the number one thing that from what I can see um, that differentiates the ones that make it and the ones that don't make it. Like, because even if I give you my, because I pretty much just list out my entire daily action plan for you. Guys. Like, it's literally the one I just talked. We, I was just talking about. But even if I give you all the daily, the daily action plan, even if I give you everything, I can give you my entire account right now. You know, you're not going to be able to do what we do, because number one, there's two things. There's number one is the skill sets. Like when you when you're starting off, I think affiliate marketing. One of the biggest myths is that people think you don't need to. You just need the system and the system will carry you. You don't need to, you know, you don't need to do any, you don't have to do any marketing skills. You don't learn, you don't know how to sell. You don't have to learn how to do copywriting. I think that's, you know, I think that's uh, BS, right? I think you've got to hone in on those skills, right? You've got to practice those skills. And when you guys are starting off in the beginning, you've got to start asking yourself every day, okay, what can I do to improve my sales skills? what can I do to improve my copywriting skills? What can I do to, you know, improve my lead gen skills? Okay. And really focus on that because that is the fundamentals. That is your foundation for your entire business. Okay. Because it's the skills that pay the bills. It's the skills that make you the money. It's not anything else. It's not some system. It's not whatever. So number one, you've got to be able to practice and build on to those skills. And then number two, it's the, it's the mindset. You know, it's, Really showing up every single day, like you said, and being consistent, you know this is what so this is something that um one of our mentors uh t- told us uh Dave sharp, he, and he said, you have to be militant with your daily action plan, like you know how military people are like, but you have to be sorry, you have to be militant with your daily action plan, and you have to be really really you know you got to make sure you do it every single day and you, you have you can't make any excuses whatsoever. it doesn't matter what happens. Before you sleep, you got to complete that day action plan. And I think having that discipline to do so is also one of the biggest reasons. Um, why, uh, there's a the biggest difference between the people that make it and the ones that don't. Um, just add on to
2: that, I think, uh, because you don't want to be, you know, like you you sit down in a chair and you have to think about, oh, so what do I need to do? Like it should be, you should have a very, very solid, what we call DAP, the DAP, like daily action plan, where you will know exactly the steps you need to take, what you need to do to move your business forward. And this is something where you have to do it consistently. And because that is the way where you're going to actually, you know, what we call the uh, moving the needle, right? Pointing towards the, the, the money making instead of just sitting there and then thinking, Oh, what I need to do next. Because if, if that's the case, that means, um, you're not, you don't have a very solid daily action plan. And that's where you're going to lose your consistency because you don't even know where to start with, right? I think that's one thing that is very important. Um, and that has really helped us, you know, because before, like, we didn't really have a very solid daily action plan too, right? For example, we we just talked about with the organic approach, talking to a certain number amount of people every day, that is, that is a goal. And that's something that we make sure that we reach every single day to move our business forward, right? You have to be able to, to have that number and be able to you know, actually take action and do it consistently, right? And also in terms of, I guess, for a lot of beginners too, right? In terms of Evan talked about really spend the time to de- develop the skills. When we first started, we actually observe and we watch a lot of uh, other influencers or like really successful marketers. And we really try to model off them. You know, for example, let's take copywriting as an example. We look at the ads, we look at their emails, right? We look at their the posts on Facebook or other uh, like Instagram or other platforms, and we do look at their stuff and see how we'd we'll be able to kind of model model off of them, and at the same time, to kind of add our own own twist and make it our our style. And that's how it gets started. And we start to start to get used to it, and start to develop our own style from there. And I guess that is something that
0: is a really good way to get
2: started. So
0: love those and of course like with every approach there are pros and cons like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh we mentioned a lot of pros to this approach now the cons are obviously it's not passive like you will have to work for the money mm-hmm. uh but the other one is and a lot of people i found i don't know if that has been your experience as well uh the other like con to this approach is like yes you don't have to pay for a lot of softwares like over time it it's better but people mm-hmm. get hang out because like when we advise them to sell high ticket usually well not usually like if you want to be successful like you need to own the bloody product if you want mm-hmm. to understand it who is it for how can it help who can it help and also to have that authority and certainty when you sell the product now the problem is that usually high ticket goes from 1000 1500 2000 or more mm-hmm. so people get hung up on that like oh but that's so much money like they usually view it short term like yes it's a lot of money now but like in 6 months it's probably much lesser cost than if they were to do it the other way not to mention the the 6 months of wasted time so how do you help them overcome that hurdle of like everything makes sense i love the idea i love the strategy but oh it's 1000 bucks oh it's 2000 bucks like oh how do they go over it like how do they overcome that corn, if you will?
1: I think number one, what I always tell people and they when they're when it comes to this money objection is opportunity cost. So and also what would I just what would your life look like without this product? And if you think about it that way, Let's say, for example, of course, you know, we, one of the mutual products that we're in and the mastermind that we're in is a super affiliate accelerator. And, and then when I, when I talk to people about it and, when they, and they realize that, oh my God, it's like 1500 bucks. Um, you know, I try, I really just try to tell them, look, if, look, yeah, you can, you can either, yeah, you can not do this if you don't want to, but what, what are you going to do afterwards? Like, what what you, what's the other path? And the other path, it's going to look like, it's going to be this, you're going to try to do it yourself. Or maybe you're gonna you're gonna either try to do yourself, get lost, and then jump into ten thousand different free reports, free ebooks, freebies to see if you can find that solution. But you just realize the few freebies are, are there to sell you on other products, and and then you just and then you stop again, and then you just continue this cycle, and you realize you're you're super lost and confused. And that is, and even if you get something going, you have a, you have a strategy there's no one to support you. You know, you're all on your own. And I try to really like, like tell them, look, I mean, I'm not, I know it's, I know it's high ticket. I know it might be expensive, but taking the other path is probably going to be number one, not just money wise, more expensive, but time wise it's going to be way more time consuming. Because when you buy into these high ticket courses, assuming it's the, a, a good fit for you mm-hmm. and it's high quality, you're essentially taking years of work um and 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 can, like shrink it into days right um and i think that way you will number one avoid all those mistakes that uh most people will 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 get into when when if they were to do it on their own and also you've get you get the support you get the support part of it
2: so yeah yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, it's really more about like, just like what Evan said, like, like we will always like to use the word future pacing, future pacing, let them know exactly. Okay. So if you decide not to get this high ticket product, okay. If you decide to try to figure this all out by yourself, this, this is exactly what is going to happen to you. Because, you know, of course, from our experience, we have tried, we have tried it route. And then obviously didn't. And very well of course and that that is exactly why you know you 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 need that high ticket not just you know not just because you know you have a way to to be able, able to sell it but at the same time that actually adds value and also gives you the knowledge that you need in order to do this long term i think that's something that is very important and of course a lot of people they always come in with that consumer mindset where they will come in they think that, Oh, because it's, let's say 2,500 or something that they expect to have like, a, like thousands of videos for them. But you know, it, that's, that's what it's worth that investment. But it, sometimes it's more really about whether you be able to leverage that, use that, the resources that they give you in the program or the knowledge that they give you, and then use that to make it an opportunity f- and then to run your business and able to, to make the sales where, you know, you can potentially be able to make even more of that. right? So. Um, and I guess a lot of times, like maybe, it's because people don't really understand where they really want to end up being in. It's always like you know we're talking about, especially for affiliate marketer, we we're basically the guy in the middle, right? Kind of build that bridge to to get them from point A to point B. And sometimes that maybe people are just confused or lost about where they really want to be, and that's why at that time they weren't they were not seeing that how this product or the offer that you give them be able to you know, bridge them from point A to point B to where they really want to be, like the, the, the paradiser pretty much. And that's something that we, you know, we, you have to understand what it's not, it's not just about the product itself It's how you be able to leverage the product and be able to, um, you know, run, start your, start your business, but at the same time be able to make back. Right. And then to use that as an opportunity to be able to make even more, that's something where some people see it and some people don't. And for us, it's always wanted to remind them about, you know, how,
0: how exactly they able to do that. Yeah. And it's funny. Like I, I got this more than a few times. It's mm-hmm. like people are bought into the idea and then they're like, well, I'm just going to make money online and invest. And I'm like, <laughs> if you haven't consistently made money online before, like that's not a valid strategy. Like you can mm-hmm. get it offline, like if you have work or whatnot." and get mm-hmm. it but if you weren't making money online the strategy of like oh i'm gonna sell like i don't know 30 or 100 low ticket products to get in like it's really hard people don't realize how hard it is i was listening you probably listened to the jacob when interviewed blake up a couple of days ago and blake yeah. like mm-hmm. blake said in the interview yep. like it's the same difficulty for me to sell SAA, which is like $1,500, and my own product mm-hmm. for 100 bucks. Like, hello. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that it's usually not like people expect it to be linear and more difficult. Like if it's 15 times more expensive, then it's 15 times harder to sell it. But it it's just a little bit harder, and usually just a different audience. Like mm-hmm. if you target freebie seekers, if you target people who... Again, to your point, just go from one freebie to another, to another. Then they invest into seven bucks product and they expect wonders. Like, of course, it's going to be much harder to sell something that expensive. Mm -hmm. So I agree with you. And I agree with like this future pacing. It just, our brain is not wired to think long term. So Mm -hmm. with that future pacing, you can help people understand that it's not just like that money cost like over time it's much more costly like time wise money wise confusion wise energy wise like if i could like shrink those like you know my story i struggled for 2 years prior mm-hmm. to this <laughs> and like i mean i don't necessarily regret it now it's part of my story but of course one doesn't need to struggle for 2 years to to make it happen to leave their job or whatever it is their goal, so I I I'm hundred percent with you. Mm-hmm. All right, we are already hour in. Uh, I don't want to take much more of your time. <laughs> like <Wow. laughs> maybe maybe a couple of last words you have for the audience, and then then you can tell them where they can find you and connect with you online. Last words.
3: Hmm, let me think. I think
1: affiliate marketing, okay? If you guys are affiliate marketing, it's it's simple to understand um and but it's not easy, right? And it doesn't matter what strategy you use. Uh, today we talked about Facebook, but maybe you want to do YouTube, doesn't matter. Fine the one that works for you, okay? Find the one that works for you and just do that relentlessly and do that consistently because at the end of the day, like I said, it doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter if I just give you my entire account. It doesn't matter if I give you everything that I know. If you're not executing consistently, it's it's, it's, it's there's no use, right? So in order to do it consistently, you've got to find something that you can do consistently. So if you, you know, if, you, if, you can't, if you can't do videos and you don't want to do it every single day, then don't do videos. Right? If, you, if we talked about Facebook and you're like, I don't want to be messaging people every single day, then don't do Facebook. Okay? like Find the one that works for you and just execute consistently and relentlessly.
2: And for me, I would say... Um...
3: forgot what I would say right I think
2: Yeah, um, I, th- I, th- I think it's very important that you, especially in today's world, is really is really easy to be to be present because there's so many different platforms, right and and of course, this is something that we talked about before, uh, not to really spread yourself too thin or try to be like on multiple platforms everything. But I think the most important thing is because it's so easy for you to, to, to be present on the internet, you really want to have a voice or have, have an image, you know, when you put yourself out there to do your business because people, people, like you need to be heard and there are people who actually want to hear from you. And that is where, you know, I think, um, f- something that we focused a lot since day one is, is our brand. You know, the reason why, you know, like uh, we got a lot of support, we got a lot of love is because of that, you know, that brother image, right? Where people, a lot of people think that, Oh, it's, it's really hard to, to do business with your family, but that's something that we stand for. I think that like, at the end, you know, we talk about all this content, you know, your image, your brand building, all the things, but you, you have to show people what you really stand for. And there's something that we talked about too, you know, the go back to your core values, right? For us, it would be the knowledge, the integrity, and also collaboration. And that's something, no matter what type of content we put out, this is something they, all, they we always wanted to deliver that message. And that's where people, you will, you, will, you will attract your group of people who actually resonate relate to you. And, and that's the amazing thing about the online community or the online world is no matter what kind of message you share or what kind of image you have or what style that you're in, you are going to attract a group of people. And that is where, you know, also kind of separate good affiliate marketers with like average affiliate marketers, like great affiliate marketers, they really know how to be able to really connect with their the fans or their followers, their audience, whatever you call it. Right, and That's something that we kind of touched, you know, we talked about, right? And for example, me or drag you, you know, like you, you do it through your platform, right? And you, you're taking that role of being the messenger and you are delivering, you, you're delivering value to your people. And people remember you as the, as the guy, like the podcast guy, helping people, being the guy, the, the messenger to help people to like interview the other great affiliate marketers to kind of pick the brain and get the knowledge, right? And that's something where for us, we want to, we want to have our role to be able to contribute to uh, the people that we want to serve. And I think when you're able to do that, then you will start to pick up like, you know, momentum because people will start to remember who you are and what you stand for. And it, it all, it, this is something that is going to, you know, always take you to the next level in your, in your marketing business. So,
0: Oh, I can tell you how I love those two things. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Eugene, the thing about brand, huge. Mm-hmm. The thing about, like, carving your own place in the marketplace with your values, mm-hmm. your attitude, your mm-hmm. showing up, your way of doing things. Like, who did I talk yeah. to yesterday? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I was interviewed by No, you probably know him in his group. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he before the interview, he told me, like, or during the interview, I don't remember. He was like, you're known for that funny faces and showing up and not caring what (laughs) other people think. And I was like, well, that's true. Like, I do a lot of stupid stuff. I'm kind of like silly, Uh but that's my way of like little joking and whatnot. And I think it's really important for everyone to find their Mm -hmm. voice. It's not going to happen instantly. Mm -hmm. And it will evolve over Mm -hmm. time. Like, the better you are, the more you change, transition. Like, seven months ago, my messaging was like, Oh, get click funnels, get OFA. This is what you need to do. Then I realized there is there are steps behind and my entire messaging shift from like you need click funnels to no, you don't really <laughs> you don't really need it if you're <laughs> mm-hmm. using Facebook. If you if you're using yeah. this simple strategy, you don't. So brand standing out in the marketplace, providing value. Uh, showing up and attracting your tribe to your point mm-hmm. Eugene and Evan to your point as well like I forgot to touch on that when you said it first time during the interview skill set mm-hmm. like it's huge mm-hmm. even if you were to give them the action plan and everything if they don't know how to execute if they don't know if they don't have the skill set like even the knowledge like okay I know what I should do but the way you execute it it like comes from like a lot of learning and trial and error. Like that's inevitable, whatever. Like you Mm -hmm. can pay $100,000 for a bloody program, but you Mm -hmm. still need to get the skill set. And don't be deluded. Like I I get like so pissed when I see these gurus preaching like, oh, you'll you'll have everything. I'll give you everything, plug and play. I I saw the ad from Ty Lopez yesterday and I was curious. I usually don't. I just scrolled past through them, but I didn't see one of his for a long time and I opened the copy Mm -hmm. to read it. And one of the things he was offering was like, I'll give you my my exact ads and you just change a couple of words and it doesn't work. Like guys, girls, whoever's listening to this, like you need to find your own way. The, like the ads they've been using probably got fatigued. Like mm-hmm. you need to separate mm-hmm. yourself. Also, I had the people like recommend already created posts like no be your own voice like it's gonna be hard you might suck at first but that's all right like suck it through for a couple of weeks or months but it will be well well worth it and develop that skill set with those words uh boys thank you so much for coming i actually uh (laughs) like listening to your answers i i love this episode and it's gonna be number 80 so those two things are enough for me to do like one more giveaway. I know people love them. And I bought actually <laughs> nice. I bought 5 licenses from for the software for Facebook so mm-hmm. for those people who resonated with this episode how you can win the software that will help you with Facebook. It's not like it doesn't automate some of the things because I'm against a lot of automation on Facebook simply because of risk of getting banned. So what this can help you with is like removing an active friend, seeing who's active, seeing what post performed better so you can focus more on that. But anyways, how you can win two softwares and 45-minute one-on-one call with me is by simply sharing your biggest takeaway, tagging Evan and Eugene and myself on, on your post on Facebook and sharing that. So that's it. I will choose two winners and they will win the software and one-on-one call with me. Just those two simple steps. I will repeat it probably in intro and outro. And now before I let you go, tell the audience like where they can find you online, how they can connect with you and your amazing content. So
1: you can check us out number one on YouTube, the Affiliate Brothers. You can watch the video we've been putting out. We've been rebranding our videos, Mm -hmm. high quality content. Number two, of course, Facebook, right? Definitely, you can check us out either. You can actually try to add us. Um, I, will, I will add you back. And also, you can check, join our face, uh, Facebook group, The Affiliate Family. Family. Um, oh. These are the three places. And I'm yeah, it's just make, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry.
0: I'm going to make it really simple for people. Like, if you want to find all the links, just go to affiliatejourney.com slash e. That's it. It's going to be like, even in, your, even in your gym, typing it all out might be hard. So just if it's going to be like for both and it's really, really easy and straightforward. Oh, how, how thoughtful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were going to say something, Eugene?
2: Oh, no, no. I'm just saying that, you know, just, you know, again, uh, just guys, again, because this whole thing is just more like we... We, we, again, at the end of the day, we're in a relationship business, right? And we're here. And for us, we really focus on having a real relationship with people. We, we're like talking to all, all our prospects or all, you know, our customers, like we're friends, you know, I think that's the most important thing is to have a to really have that conversation with people. And that's something that we do every day. So guys just don't be shy. I mean, just say, hi, you know, tell us that, you know what? I, I came, I just want to say hi to you after listening to Mildrex, you know, podcast, right? If you tell me, if you tell us that you know Drag or you Meal Drags friend, then of course we'll probably talk to you more, right?
0: You'll so, get discount, guys. <laughs> you get discount,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, something, you know, like, but yeah, guys, just don't be
0: shy. We're always here we want to help, so. Love it. All right, everyone, thanks so much for listening and sticking to the end. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review and again just share the episode with the biggest takeaway and tagging three of us and you can win amazing prizes anyways until next yeah, time yeah. goodbye bye 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 gotta tell you, this is one of my favorite episodes so far they went so in depth they spitted out a lot of value i loved it again uh if you want to connect with them or with myself just go to affiliatejourney.com/e, and you will find the links over there and if you want to win amazing prizes just share the episode share your biggest takeaway and tag us both on in the facebook on the facebook and in the meantime don't forget to subscribe leave us a review and talk to you soon cheers for your success